Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenager Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. I'm Isaac. <gasps> Isaac! Isaac! <laughs> um, for any new Thank listeners, you. Isaac is actually one of the founding members of Teenager Therapy who left yes. a year ago to go to yeah. Berkeley. And then, yep. more recently, left for another four months to study abroad. In London. In London. Um, it was all across Europe. Yep. I know. Traveled everywhere. We saw... Yeah, we saw. Yeah. We saw. <laughs> I'm so jealous you got to see the Northern Lights, dude. That, it's overhyped. Like the oh. no, it is not. <laughs> yeah, no fucking way. Like you can't see it unless you take like a picture. Oh, or you can kind of see it, but once you take the picture, that's when you see all the green. It's a lot brighter in the picture. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Well, did you have fun studying abroad? Yeah, I met a lot of new people, and London's like craziest. I bet you did. City ever. I feel like the coolest thing about studying abroad through school and not just moving abroad alone is that when you study abroad, you actually are forced to meet people. Because I know when you just move out of the country, it's kind of lonely. Um, so it's nice to hear you met people. Do you think you found more people that you connected with because you like spent so much time together and like had similar <laughs> goals and stuff? Yeah, especially because like, we're in a foreign country. You really have no one else but those people like from your program. So, like, in my flat and my roommate, like, I really got close with them and a lot of other people, like, in my year. Yeah. That sounds nice. Because this episode, we want to talk about, I don't know, it's not necessarily cutting people off. It's not. It's just different friends throughout life and the different types of people you meet. And I feel like now that we're two years into college, we have more experience as to all the different types of people that are out there. The ones that are good for us, the ones that maybe aren't so good for us, because I think a lot of we hear a lot of older people say um, and constantly tell us that you'll meet lots of people, you'll outgrow your friends, and that's okay. So I'm curious if you guys, after these two years of college, felt like you've outgrown your friends, especially Isaac, Thomas, and Kayla, since I think you all kind of moved to different areas. Yeah, honestly, I don't really keep in touch with a lot of people from high school. Which is kind of sad because I did enjoy those people. It's just we don't have the time anymore and there's no reason to really see each other unless like to catch up. And I think also like after you spend a lot of time away from home and you don't see your friends from home for like a long time and then you do hang out with them, you sort of just realize how different you guys are and you guys were really only... Okay, I don't want to say you guys were friends only because you were at home or anything, but you realize that that was really the main foundation of, like, the friendship. It's like you guys were all in close proximity. You guys went to the same schools together for literally, like, since middle school to high school. So, of course, you're going to be friends. But I think after having that time away, I sort of realized just our personalities and our goals are just misaligned and it feels more like you have to put an effort into keeping the friendship than is needed yeah that's so trippy to me because i feel like it makes me doubt like were we ever even friends like did, I did we just were we just yeah. pretending we got along or did we actually get along and but, then it spiral like what is getting along what is this what does no, it feel like i think i think we did actually get along because in the moment you know i did think like this person is my real real friend like ride or die <laughs> <laughs> But um, now it's just, I view it differently. But that doesn't invalidate what I felt in the moment. 
Yeah. I mean, high school was just such a different time than college. For sure. And so it's obvious that we were going to grow. And why did we get so much? I know. Um, But we grew with like so much other people. Like we have a whole new set of friends now. And so it's weird to still have them around. Mm-hmm. And because you get along with them more now, or at least for us. Um, and then we hang out with our old friends and it just doesn't feel as genuine. I agree. And friends from college now, it just seems like we're more, we're just more aligned in where we want to go in life. And it makes things easier because it sort of makes it feel more long-term. Like it can go past college. But again, we think that for high school friends too. So it's like, you never know. But, um, I have sort of been thinking about this when it's sort of weird when you have like an anchor to home besides your family, you know, like a close friend that's from home or like best friend or like boyfriend, girlfriend, and they're from home. And it's just sort of like a reminder Mm. (laughs) of like, I don't, I don't want to be associated with this place anymore. You know, why don't you want to be associated with it? Just because I feel like, I've outgrown it in a way. Don't get me wrong. I think there's so much comfort in home. Like, I OC in general is just very comforting. It's calm. But I realize that because it's much more slower paced than it is at school, where at school I feel like I need to do this, this, and this. Home is more like, okay, I can relax a little bit. And that's nice, but only for a little bit. Okay. Because and then I find myself just literally not doing anything. I don't have any motivation to do anything. And I just find myself stuck in a cycle that I see other people from high school that are in, you know? And I'm like, okay, I can see why it's so easy to just fall into, like, not trying to achieve anything more, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. You especially feel it during, like, the longer breaks when you come back. Oh, my God, yeah. Because you're just here. And, of course, you see all your friends. And not to say that um, they're not successful or anything, but you just outgrown them. Because, like, in mm-hmm. high school... You think, I'm never going to outgrow these people. But you just never really think about it in high school. Like Maybe it's just because you haven't matured yet. But once you're in college, you really think, like, you want to surround yourself with people who can help you grow and help you think. And just coming back here, like, as bad as it sounds, I just feel like some people, like, especially the people I had friends before, they just don't help me that way. I agree. High school was just about having fun. Like, we didn't have any big (laughs) responsibilities or things to worry about. So that's why it was easy to get along because... We didn't have to think about anything. Just had to fuck around. Yeah. Yeah. Like fun's good and all, but now it's just like there's more to just yeah. fun. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And I, I well it's so it's so odd the concept of outgrowing people because It's not even, I don't even know if I like using the term outgrowing. Um, Because that almost makes it sound like I'm too good for you or that we are, we can't enjoy each other's presence anymore. Like the other side hasn't grown. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And I think, I don't know what term I would use it to describe this feeling because I think I have friends who... I enjoy their presence, but it's just different. It's different. There's different, I don't know if it's levels or goals. 
but there's something out, there bro i don't necessarily mean like maturity is just you're just on such different paths in life like even in such different areas that it's not likely that we can form a genuine connection still given the circumstances that's what i mean by outgrow i don't mean like oh i'm better than you because yeah. i'm doing this or that it's mm-hmm. just we don't have the time for each other anymore yeah because i i mean that's exactly what i mean when i say outgrow i just think i wish there was a better way to describe it i agree because sometimes it can sound like pretentious on, yeah like, i've outgrown everyone yeah. i can't but then it's like but i still enjoy their presence sometimes so if i've truly outgrown them how can i still i mean i think like with it's different with close friends and just like friends you know because mm, like yes you can outgrow some friends but like still hang out with them and like have a good time but that that can't go into something deeper because there's just too many implications with it like you can still be friends with them but it's just harder to form like a deeper connection i think yeah i think what i'm i think okay I think what I like to see it as is just friends that inspire you versus ones that don't. And so it's not necessarily that I have outgrown you or anything like that. It's just like right now we're two different people and we don't inspire the best out of each other because our ambitions, our goals are misaligned. Um, and that's something that is, I don't know, It's it's very odd in the way that it makes me doubt like i said earlier it makes me doubt it's like well what did we ever enjoy at the time um and i think that the point about like well it was just high school back then is that yeah as you leave your teen years and as you grow into a young adult and you enter your 20s life becomes a lot more complicated than just about having fun and enjoying your youth now you have to figure out where you want to get to in life and what kind of people inspire you and motivate you to do that. And I think that's, it makes me sad to know that like some friends um, will never do that or will, you know, it never was that it was just about having fun. So I guess it's like a different type of connection. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think it makes it so hard because you don't know, what exactly to do with those friends who you've like found only for fun mm. they don't really inspire you but you still enjoy their presence yeah such as friends that you have like back at home so yeah yeah that's 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 what's the weird the weird part um of like what where does like our bond go now and i think that's why i don't think you should cut those people off because i think if you go on tiktok you see a lot of people being like cut off the friends that don't inspire you cut off the friends you've outgrown and it's like (laughs) guys you don't need to cut them off you just see them less you talk to them less and every once in a while when it makes sense when there's an excuse to bring everyone together it is nice to like reminisce in all of that um and who knows maybe in the future your past will align exactly change while you're not there and then in the future you'll be you can like um that bond again. i think those are the types of connections that get me excited uh-huh. and what makes me excited about the future is i wonder if people that i feel like i've outgrown um now in the future might like align again um which is cool because i think a lot of us keep are changing so much during this time and doesn't really stabilize until later in life and so maybe later it's like okay like 
we get along and i'm I'm excited to experience that because it's i've never it's like a new person but it's like discovering a new person that you already know but they're just so Mm -hmm. radically different Mm -hmm. i mean for you guys like how has it been like outgrowing friends (sighs) since you're still like in the area well yeah i guess i never went to college or left or moved anywhere so i've still been in the same place my entire life surrounded by more or less the same people which if you know that i've talked about has made it difficult to find connection because i think i have always felt slightly out of place or lonely and i think a lot of that came from not feeling like the people around me understood me or had similar goals as me and so it was difficult to connect with them on on a deeper level um and how did i deal with it honestly i i hmm i think i learned to cope with it by doing a lot of growing on my own um I would say that's the best that I did because I didn't have a lot of friends that inspired me to do better. It was like, I mean, it's up to me regardless. So I'll just inspire myself. And so thankfully, I don't think I've ever been one to stay stuck on that dangerous path of staying in your hometown and not growing and just getting used to like the same routine, the same people, not really wanting to do much else. I think I've always been at least disciplined enough to do it, even if there's no one there with me. Although I'm hoping like eventually I find a lot of like people in close close by that can inspire me to you know to 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 have similar goals, same interests and such. Um but the other thing about this episode that I wanted to talk about is when you and your friends have different values. And sometimes those friends might have problematic values. I think that's something that I struggle with a lot of times. Because you see it all the time on the internet. It's like, why are you, why is this celebrity still friends with this person, even though they're so problematic and have said all these things? Like, why are they still friends? And I think um, I'm I'm experiencing some of that. And I have experienced it for a while. Is I, I look at some of the friends I have around me and I don't agree with their values or their beliefs or some of their opinions. And so it makes me think, like, am I, because like, like people say, you are who you hang out with. So if you hang out with like bad people, you are more likely to be a bad person. So I feel like I've struggled with that a lot because, um, I don't know. It's just hard to know what to do with those friends. Cause I think I've always tried to like, maybe I can change them. i think it's just natural for like humans to pick up on like others habits and especially like if it's a friend group back home compared to the one at your university or wherever you'll just pick up on those bad habits like already i can tell based on from my friends in london or from berkeley and here i already picked up on some bad habits and in the end it's up to you to grow but definitely your environment can affect you like majorly so i guess like my question for you guys is how do you make sure that you don't like let those bad habits get out of control or like do you do anything to try to tell your friends anything or like how do you work Mm. in that dynamic i guess 
Well, I know for me, I think I have some problematic friends with problematic beliefs. What's difficult is that it's not as diff- it's not as easy as just don't be friends with them anymore because there's so much history. And so the big question is does you know, should it be as simple as just cut them off like if they're saying things that are wrong, you just remove them from your life? Um or is is it a little bit more complicated than that and and are friendships more nuanced than just cut people off as soon as they say something problematic? So I think for me what I've always done is I think I called them out a lot which one I think is draining for me two it makes me feel dumb sometimes because I'm like oh every time we hang out I'm like criticizing you for something but it's also like I feel guilty for just letting it slide and just like letting it pass and such um so that's really hard to to manage. Yeah, just holding that friend accountable, it can get really draining. So sometimes, like, you, I'll just let things slide. And I know I'm letting it slide in the moment, but it's just, it takes so much effort and it's so hard because it just happens, like, commonly. So the only option is to cut the friend off. But then again, all that history, it just feels like cutting off would be too dramatic or whatever. And it would just be really hard because you, val- you still value the presence of that friend. But the things they say, you just don't. Yeah. To what extent can you be friends with someone who ha- like has problematic behavior and values? I think it's because like their problematic behavior is not, I mean, directed towards me, but I just hear about it, and so I know it's a bad thing. But just that history I have with the friend just takes over. And I also think for me, the way I see it is. If the behavior, if there's some behavior that I have an issue with keeps happening. And first, I think I do my best to like tell them why it's wrong. So I give them that chance first to like change for a bit. But I think in a lot of friendships, I have got to a point where I know maybe that's just who they are as a person. And two, it's just not my job or responsibility to fix them or quote unquote fix them, help them, whatever. Um, so I, I think I just end up associating myself less and less with them but never quite having a big dramatic i don't want to be friends with you i don't want to talk to you it's just like you just spend less time with them which i think is a lot more sustainable because it's like it leaves room for like maybe years down the line like they changed and you could still you know you never were on bad terms and it's better than having those that tension of knowing you guys hate each other or you had a big fight it's just like you know i just have different values like it's not you know but also, I think it, it it can be that easy to cut someone off. I think if, it's if easy, necessary. Yeah. Like there are people whose values I don't fuck with, and it's so easy just cut them off because you don't owe them anything. Mm-hmm. You don't owe them any friendships or anything. It's if your morals don't align, how can you be friends with them? That's mm-hmm. that's the thing that kind of confuses me is that. Um, I see people being friends with like people who have done like pretty fucked up things or they've said fucked up things, mm-hmm. and like why? And, and, and like these people, like they they complain about it. They 
criticize them. They're like, I don't, I really don't like that they're saying this. Like it bothers me. But at the end of the day, you're still friends with them, and you're, if anything, enabling them because you're still friends. So at what point is it like, kind of on you to sever ties? And mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> problematic behavior. So in London, like I had a lot of experiences because I remember. I think before I went to college, I said, or I told you guys, I didn't want to deal with any drama during college. Like, that's the last thing I want to deal with. But I think it's inevitable, like, making friends and meeting new people for drama to happen. And I think London helped me grow because the people that I was close with were really good at being confrontational and just cutting off people, like, they didn't fuck with. Really? Yeah. And so we had some some experiences with people saying some stuff we just didn't agree with. And we just cut them out, like, literally just, just like that. But it's really I that think, easy. But I think yeah. in that uh, context, it might have been easier for you guys to cut yeah. them out because you didn't have a long history with yeah, them. That's Whereas why. your friends now, it's like yeah, you guys have known each other since literally children. So yeah, that's what I was gonna mention. So um, that's why earlier in my case, when I was talking about it's hard to kind of cut someone off, I was just talking about um, for example, like a childhood friend you had since elementary, kindergarten, whenever. And they just meet your family. Your family knows them. And it's just it's just really hard to cut them off because they're not only tied to you, they're tied to your family. And you know they'd be heartbroken if you just weren't friends anymore. I get that. But also it's like disappointing to see that even though you hold them accountable, uh-huh. they don't change. Yeah. And it's just the same pattern over and over again. And you are forced to maintain that relationship just because they're connected with like your family and like other stuff or like friends of friends i think that is often the case with me is that i have to be surrounded by other people that i don't necessarily um agree with because they're friends of friends and i can't Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. do anything about that Uh, i think for me i'm also just not brave enough to cut someone off because i think it's harder when you don't have too many people and so to make that decision to be alone is difficult uh i think it's a lot easier if i if i have like a really close friend that i know is always going to be there yeah it's a lot easier to be like i don't want to be friends with this other person that isn't aligned um and also i think it's like what was i gonna say what cutting people off to me means isn't some sort of dramatic breakup or anything i think it just means associating with them less so not making plans actively not really being in their presence as much not talking as much um i don't think it i don't think it has to be some like no it doesn't you know just stop messaging them don't reciprocate the energy and they'll get the hint it doesn't have to be something big Cause that's literally what happened freshman year of college. So <laughs> really, yeah, with college friends. Yeah, drama is. <laughs> I me too, Isaac. I thought yeah. drama wasn't going to follow me to college, but it did, and it is inevitable. Cause some people just live like to cause drama. I don't know why. It's <laughs> yeah. too problematic. Or you just meet people that are, you're just you're just so different, yeah. and they say things that are just unbelievable <laughs> like i don't know i've met so many people that just they don't understand yeah. like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, have I don't know <laughs> social cues like they don't know that yeah. and they'll just say everything on their mind yeah. and 
I, babe, you, you gotta chill it. Like maybe it's lit back in your hometown, but it's not gonna slide here. No, for real, it kind of gets me. On, it's like, how can somebody just say all this stuff? It just it's more like common, they like common than you sense. Think. It is, yeah, it's yeah. common. Just, but God, going back to what you said earlier, I feel like in my experience, I've just never really tried to have a serious confrontation with friends who I find not problematic, but they said problematic things. Mm. I've just never really tried it. That's also I'm like just wondering what would the response be? What would happen? But like, okay. Also, how many problematic things can they say that'll make them problematic? Like, what's the difference between being problematic and just saying problematic? Well, I things? feel like if you do a problematic action, you're considered problematic. But they just like said something about a certain like situation mm. or okay. a bad like take about something mm. that I've never talked to them about. Yeah, that's that's what's tricky. Is like, are they a bad person or have they? said interesting stuff and so when yeah. is it like okay that you are just a bad that's just a bad character or it's just that was a dumb opinion you had and also there's yeah. a difference between being judgmental and just being fucked up oh. yeah. So, <laughs> For sure. yeah i don't think they're a bad person because like typically um let's say their opinion goes towards yours it doesn't mean they're a bad person it just means your values don't align and you don't always have to be friends with someone whose values are different yeah so yeah oh gosh what counts them as a bad person i mean i guess the problematic action of like things like like essay and things like that oh yeah obviously racism racism um people that just genuinely judgmental like i think it just goes in their character yeah um yeah We don't have the answers. If yeah. you can, can tell, if you can tell, we're still um, figuring it out. Yeah. Or I mean, for me, I just cut them off. I just stopped talking to them. Um, I don't know. You just okay, I'll pick it up after. you can't be a people's pleaser all the time, and if you don't want, if yeah, if you don't want to be friends with someone, you don't have to be. Yeah, don't waste your energy pleasing people. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most draining yeah. things that just gets you nothing out of it. It's not your problem that someone else is problematic. Just cut them out. I feel like, thankfully, I haven't had many situations where I've had, like, a really, really pro- problematic friend. Um, and I think that's just because I, early on, I try to recognize their traits. Like, I, this can be bad, but I sort of just see more so the negative than the positive. Especially if it's more transparent a person, then I'm like, okay, I know I'm not going to waste my time trying to, like, be friends with you or anything, you know? So, thankfully, that has saved me some time. But, of course, it's inevitable, especially, you know, friends of friends or friends that you've been with since, like, high school or whatever. Um, but those are just a lot more tricky because there's so much to unpack. It's always a friends of friends. Friends of friends. friends of friends. Wait, whenever yeah. my friends bring their friends, <laughs> shit goes out. <laughs> like, let me know the list. <laughs> and it's just a problem of um, when you consider someone a friend. Because I felt like in the past, I considered people friends too quick when they should just be like an acquaintance. So then again, later on, I'm like, maybe I should cut off that friend. But they should have never been a friend in the first place. Mm. Yeah. I I get what you mean by that. And also, who is... Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't <laughs> who know. Is, who, who is? is <laughs> who is who responsible? Is. I feel like I have I feel like I have thoughts on everything. I just my brain is not working and so I can't I get that. Because I feel like think of everything anything. leads to something else and then leads yeah. to something else. Yeah, and I, I wish I was more organized with my thoughts because okay. I just Yeah, just it's okay. Be, yeah. It's been a long day. <laughs> girl we just woke it's up 2 PM. <laughs> it's been long for me uh yeah no i i yeah i suppose really the thought the thoughts is just that i don't, don't fuck <laughs> yes oh i hate when i feel like this i hate when i feel like this it's like when i like feel like i just want to sleep and be like "Ooh." um i have nothing to say i think i'm just figuring out i feel like we said like everything right yeah i think so yeah it's yeah um more of the story it's tricky figuring out are you friends are you acquaintances are you close are you associating with them are you not what does associating with them mean um gosh well Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> you seem so unsatisfied, yeah. guys. <laughs> I am, because I'm like, I feel like there's nothing going on in my brain at all. I'm just, I, and I, I hate repeating myself, so. It's okay. That's a sign to end it so we don't ramble. Right? That's true. Yeah. All right. Short and sweet. Um, so think about your friends. Uh, think about your values, because I think something that happens when you start your career when you enter your 20s is you a lot of people start realizing oh shit i'm not considered a kid anymore i have to develop values and opinions and form my own um traits that i have in myself and that i want to surround myself with and the people around me so if your friendships feel unfulfilling, if you have lots of people around you, yet you'd still feel alone. I feel like that's probably because there's a mismatch in the values of the people around you and what you need and want in someone. So, yeah. Good luck with figuring all that out. <laughs> a lot to journal about. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot to journal about. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Uh one of our last episodes of the year so Whoa. one of our last ones like so i think this is the second to last maybe Gosh. 2022 wow <laughs> like insane <laughs> it went by really fast yeah oh gosh Anyways. i feel like 2023 just doesn't look like a real year it doesn't sound it's real. Not, yeah. yeah 2023 it doesn't flow <laughs> <laughs> The year we enter our 20s. Stop. Whoa. <laughs> ew. Goodbye, teenage I mean, therapy. Ew, but like not ew, but, but ew. ew. Yeah. Gosh. I'm excited. I just don't know what to expect. I know. It's, it's going to be anticlimactic. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. You're 20. It's not 21. It's just 20. That's a but, big like, year. That's big. You're it no is. 21 isn't years. big. Really? I think that's just like a fun year. Like 20s like uh, yeah. whoa. <laughs> no, but 20s like an oh shit like moment. Aren't you going to be 20 in January? Yeah. Why do you have to remind me? I'm trying not to mention that. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, that's first weird, 20 year old in the group. Yeah, I'm going to be the oldest. Are you excited, Isaac? I'm kind of excited, yeah. 
You can be surrounded by teens. Yeah, oh, I can't surround myself with teens, teens anymore. I'm going to outgrow us. Dude, I still <laughs> think of myself as a minor. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should not be considered an adult, bro. God, I'm only impressive because I'm still in my teen years. Once I reach 20, it's like I'm an average 20 year old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Whatever. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Um, I hope you have a merry, merry Christmas. Um, if you're celebrating the holidays or whatever Happy you celebrate. Holidays. Happy, yeah. holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.